The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Brad Whisker and I filling in for Jaylen Nye while she is off on a sunny vacation in Mexico. I mean, it's it's not very sunny in Edmonton this week, but maybe we'll get a little bit of Mexico f- feeling weather. <laughs> I don't know. Week. Not by the signs of it. It looks, uh, it looks pretty dreary going forward. Uh, this summer, we had sort of that early summer feel in May, but... Uh, June was not exactly the kindest month weather-wise. Lots of rain, lots of cooler days. Uh, I saw that it was like a high of 10 in Edmonton last Friday. Do you know what summer is perfect weather for, Brad? What's that? Treasure hunting, <laughs> which leads us to our next guest. So you, you, may, you may remember back in June, Edmontonians went on a treasure hunt to find $100,000 worth of buried gold. I think it was gold and silver coins, right? Yep. Somewhere in the city. And the treasure hunt was found, I mean, it was found fairly quickly. I think it was within 24 hours by a family. And now, back by popular demand, Gold Hunt 2 is getting underway. We welcome Chris Cromwell, spokesperson for Gold Hunt Canada, to the show. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am well. Thank you for asking. Congratulations on Gold Hunt number two. Thank you so much. We're glad to be back and just super excited to give the people what they want. So what what could be different about this gold hunt? Are there more is there more treasure to be found? Larger amounts of treasure? You know, that's an excellent question. We have made a ton of improvements. Uh, you know, we're still doing the $100,000 treasure and so nothing's changed there, but we have added some additional loot that can be found along the way. So we're really excited about that and uh, and just pumped to get people involved again for round two. So Chris, I mean, obviously, I think it's fair to say maybe there were some mixed emotions last time, and I could be wrong, but I mean, obviously excited for the family that, that found the treasure, uh, but it happened awfully quickly. Were you hoping for a bit of a longer hunt, and are, are you going to make or try to make the clues a little trickier to, to further the hunt this time? Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, Edmontonians are very, very competitive. Uh, Really big learning lesson for us. Uh, There was, um, you know, a lot of kind of hype all at the front. And then, you know, quite a few people were disappointed that it came to an end so quickly. But uh, we're we're obviously very excited to see that a family found it. um, And we're just really proud of them for using their minds and getting out there and getting it fast. Uh, This hunt, on the other hand, will be quite a bit harder i think uh people are actually going to have to physically go to different locations to be able to kind of fill in the blanks um and get their their map organized to be able to solve it and and find the treasure speak to the aspect of getting to explore your city a little bit more is is this something that is perhaps helping people fall in love again with edmonton Uh, you know we hope so i think um one of the biggest pieces of feedback that we received was that we should incorporate the city's history in some way. Uh, we've really taken that to heart, and this next hunt for round two is going to have a lot of cultural landmarks, a lot of historical reference points, and so people are going to have to literally get out there and learn a lot about their city, and we hope they fall in love all over again. Chris, do you know how many maps you sold last time? I know the price was, was really decent, and especially you know you could add on some clues for an additional monetary fee. How many did you end up letting go? 
something to the effect of 7,500 or 8,000, somewhere in that range. And maps have already gone on sale for, for Gold Hunt 2. Based on the, the reception and reaction to the first Gold Hunt, you have to think that that number is going to see, be surpassed this time? I think it is. Uh, we've seen a lot of momentum uh, moving into round two, and we're, again, very excited to see that people are just as excited, I think, about round two as they were in round one. And we're anticipating that this one's going to be even bigger and even better. And, and in connection to the to the map and the clues, uh, you're going to prevent riddles and clues from being shared on social media. How are you going to make that happen? You know, this was another one of the biggest uh, things that we heard in round one. Um, and we learned a lot, I think, in that process. But Reddit is our arch enemy. Um, We've we've had a lot of people complaining that the riddles were being leaked on forums like Reddit or you know sent to social media, and we've designed this treasure hunt with a member dashboard, and so people will have to log in to be able to see their dashboard, uh, and we've also designed it so that even if you know clues are shared on let's say Reddit for example. Uh, you'll still have to go to the physical locations where the clues lead you in order to unlock a geofence, which will then unlock the next set of clues. And so we're pretty confident that we can control the uh, the sharing and, and people being able to solve it online. It sounds like you guys are getting a little bit more high-tech fairly quickly. How, how easy was it to pull, or easier, difficult, I should say, was it to pull this together so quickly following the success of the original gold hunt? That's awesome. And, uh, you know, the, I think the hardest thing uh, is the time constraint. Uh, we obviously want to be able to put out another treasure hunt that people are asking for it, and we've had to uh, work with the resources that we have. Uh, we are currently exploring an app. We are currently exploring opportunities to uh, create something that's a little more interactive. I can't talk too much about it, but let's just say that augmented reality is on the horizon, and we're looking at different options to be able to integrate uh, something that's both fun uh, and engaging, but also super high-tech to be able to keep the hunts going and, and make it a lot of fun for people. So do you guys have a number that you're trying to reach right now? Gold Hunt 3, 4, 57? Uh, Gold Hunt 4 is already on the calendar, so I can't really talk too much more about it, but we're venturing into... Actually, you know what? I can say this. We've got uh, three different cities that are coming up right away in the next few days uh, in eastern Canada. I can't say which ones yet, but there are three cities that are coming up there. And uh, we're also in discussions with some of the legal teams down in the United States to discuss how we can start hosting these treasure hunts all year round. So uh, places, for example, like Arizona or Texas or California, where the climate is suitable to have an outdoor treasure hunt in months like November, December, January. Uh, whereas here, it might be a lot harder to get people out of their house, I think. Um, and so, yeah, there's there's a lot of expansion that's happening right now, and we're just moving as quickly as we can uh, to be able to get it out there. So, Chris, before we let you go, for all the for all of our listeners tuning in, can you give us the breakdown of where they go to get their map, when they can access it, and when they can actually hit the streets and uh, start hunting? Absolutely. So, uh, maps are currently on sale right now at goldhunt.com. And they can visit our website to get access to a treasure map. Uh, and, you know, you can join us on social media. We're just using the hashtag Gold Hunt or hashtag Gold Hunt 2. And you'll be able to kind of join the conversation there. Uh, maps have already been on sale for a few days. They will continue to be on sale until uh, July the 29th. And then the treasure hunt begins and the hunt is on.
That is Chris Cromwell, spokesperson for Gold Hunt Canada. Thanks, Chris. Thanks so much for having me. So now we, we obviously must pose the question to one another and to you. If you found the gold, $100,000, what would you do with it? 630, 630 is our text line. Brad? immediately knows <laughs> no, he's like taking a deep breath like this is well, the list of things i would buy it's so interesting right because 100k it sounds life-altering but it, it's really not it's it's a great amount of money to win of course everybody would love to have a hundred thousand dollars but it's not quite like winning the lottery and you're you know you're taking home 30 million and that that is absolutely life-altering. That's where you can consider to retire at an early age and, and go on a trip around the world. Okay, so where what I'm hearing is your demands for a $30 million gold hunt. Yeah, gold hunt 68 gold. will be the $30 million <laughs> Brad hunt. will get his map and he will take to the streets. If it was, I mean, it, maybe like a new car. That's what, nice exactly. Down. I, mean, I mean, in some ways that is kind of life-altering. I know what you're saying. It's not buying yourself a yacht and then buying a yacht to tie onto your yacht, but... It, no, it, it, it's cer- a- it certainly has its benefits. There's The perks <laughs> would be incredible. I, I like, I, like I said, I would love to win the $100,000 gold hunt, but I think people, when they hear a number in six figures or seven figures, it's, oh my God, I could retire tomorrow. But with that amount of money, you can't exactly do it. So I'm interested to see what our listeners have to say and how strategic they would be. Because personally, I would take half and and invest it and let it sit and grow to, you know, further my investment. That's a very wise answer, Brad. Brad knows what he's doing. All right, text in. What would you do if you found 100K worth of gold? 630, 630. Morgan Black joined by Brad Whisker, filling in for Jalen Nye as she takes off on a Mexican vacation. And we're discussing what you would do with a non-life-altering amount of money. We're, I mean, of course, any amount of money, if it's big enough, could be life-altering. But we're thinking $100,000 instead of $100 million. <laughs> yes, or even... Or even $5, five million. Ten okay. million I was really shooting for a large number. Yeah, you went... I uh, wanted to make the sh- connection 100 and 100. <laughs> How many zeros can we add on? Uh, lots of you chiming in, saying, buy a car, take the rest of me. This person says to Mexico. Other people are saying, go on a nice holiday, down payment on a car, a house. Uh, a listener from Edmonton says, I do the right thing and keep it, which I think is ref- referring to what you were talking about, maybe investing some of it. Does that sound? Yeah, I'd invest part of it. I would definitely want to spend some of it. And I think in my case, personally, that would be... A trip, maybe a month-long trip through Europe, or I have family in Japan that I would go see. You have family in Japan? Yeah, my uncle's lived in Japan for 20 years now. That's cool. Beth says, being 60, winning $100,000 would speed up retirement. And we were discussing that as well, saying the age that you come into this money factors on what you do with it as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, being 31, winning hundred grand. I mean, maybe it would speed up retirement a little bit, but I'd still be nowhere near the capability of of hanging it up for good. But I think if you win, you know, like that texter said, if you win $100,000 at 60, you may be able to shave 12, 18, 24 months and speed up your retirement, which, you know, when you're, you're 60, I think based on what my parents, how they acted, that's all they could think about was how many more years till I can finally say, you know what, 
I'll be good for the rest of my life. I don't need to work anymore. I can finally and truly enjoy a lot of time off. I think I have to take back my statement, or maybe it was your statement, that it wouldn't be life-altering. Because, I, like, this listener from Saskatchewan is saying, pay off my student debt, down payment on a house, that is life-altering. So I, I think I, I think I tend to agree I mean, even if even if you get a thousand dollars, that's it could be life altering. You don't know what's going on, right? That's a maybe a visa statement or something like that. So, I think it's just it depends. If you get twenty bucks, maybe that's life altering. Maybe you get to take take an extended uh, a nicer lunch than you would have. Uh, someone from Edmonton says, keep the gold and silver as a physical investment, breaking the mold. Precious metals are one of the safest investments one can make. They've been around for some time, and everyone wants it. I wonder yeah. If, yeah, I guess you you don't necessarily... Now, I, I'm not sure about this with Gold Hunt, how it works. Do you have the option to cash out the treasure? Or do you yourself have to, like... Go, well, no, to the, they would, go to the bank and be like, "Here's my, here's my treasure." No, they would give you give you the the cash equivalent of, of what that is. Uh, I was reading some of the clues from the last gold hunt, and you know, you, you heard Chris say that they're going to to make the the clues more difficult. But I, when I was going through them, they did seem difficult already. Oh did they yeah, not? I was I was shocked that somebody that family of four from Sherwood Park won and found that gold in less than 24 hours. I saw a lot of chatter online that it was a Saturday. Well, it was like 3 a.m. Friday into Saturday when the maps were sent out and everybody could start officially hunting. Do you mind if I read some of the clues from the original gold hunt? Okay, so this is, I mean, obviously I don't have the clues for the upcoming gold hunt. I would be very, I would not be sharing them with you if I had the clues in advance. Here are the, the clues from the one in June in Edmonton. Clue number one, your journey starts on a road that bears many names and comes to a halt when you pass the king's domain. I have no idea. I have no clue. I mean, like under pressure, I don't currently have knowledge. I'm going to move on to number two. Once passed, there are limits set forth by the king. Govern yourself within them or punishment he shall bring. Being punished? What does this mean? See, see, now also, I think I would be at a disadvantage as well. I think if, you know, in your case, you grew up in Edmonton, so you would have a better idea of certain landmarks yes, but in the city. But I, again, when I went through some of these clues, and I, I do like the fact that this time you're not going to be able to post them on social media oh, and me ask too, for, me too. for input. I think that definitely sped up the process for some people. I know, I actually know one girl who came close. She was near the site when the family found the treasure. She was that close. And they released them at midnight, so you're just waiting, and then you could she go went out that night. all night. Right? Oh, yeah, that's what, and that's what people did. They had slept after work on Friday, woke up in the middle of the night, and started hunting. When I saw her post on social media, she said that she had been up close to 24 hours looking for that gold. And she was so close. So, do so you, close. have you spoken to her? Is she going to go for round two? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? But I don't know if you want to go through heartbreak twice. <laughs> okay, the last 
so, so once you make it through, there's 15 of these clues that I can see that we found online from the old gold hunt. The last clue was, in a city so cold, you say never frozen, so I'll get closer to you, it's decided and chosen. So like that last clue, that doesn't seem to lead you to anything. No, it's all the clues leading up to that that know, clearly like, led you, you in get, that direction. But you get to but that, that, whatever that space is, and then you're, I mean, maybe you're in a field and you see, like, Elsa from Frozen on the ground. I, I'm just not good with uh, with that. So if there were visuals attached, which obviously there wouldn't be, or else it would give it away, but I'm much more of a, a visual guy when I read clues like that or, or, or riddles. I'm, it's just not my thing. So I think you need to be... One, willing to commit to staying awake for about 24 hours straight. Already I'm out. <laughs> so quickly I lose my gold. Two, you need you need to be good at those sort of, you know, riddle puzzles and, and that sort of thing. And and then you just have to have instinct and sort of know where to where to go. And there like that first clue could bring you in probably four or five or, or half a dozen different directions. Sounds like this is exactly something that a family should tackle because there's multiple people working for the same cause. Well, and that's the, the family that won the first gold hunt here in Edmonton. One of the first things they said is they were a board game family and that they enjoyed playing games like that together. So you put four minds together, two teenagers and then two adults, you're combining a lot there and it clearly worked out for them. Before we head to break, I'm going to read the first clue one more time. If you think you might know the answer, if you already know it, no cheating. 6.30, here is the clue for the old gold hunt. Your journey starts on a road that bears many names and comes to a halt when you pass the king's domain. You are so smart. Morgan Black filling in for Jalen Nye alongside Brad Whisker. And Brad and I sent you over the break on your own gold hunt. Kind of like a skill tester if you wanted to sign up for the next gold hunt happening. Uh, when is that? In August? No, at the end of July. At the end of July. At the end of July. So, a few of you have already texted in with your with your thoughts on what the clue might be leading to. So originally the clue says, your journey starts on a road that bears many names and comes to a halt when you pass the king's domain. Listener from Edmonton says, Rexall Place. Uh, Wetaskiwin listener says, Highway 2 to Kingsway. That's Ben's guess. Another listener says, maybe Wayne Gretzky Way just past Rexall. That's Paul from Edmonton. Brad, any more ponderings since we, we went to break? Kingsway I, seems... Kingsway seems possible, but I... I now that uh, people have started name-dropping Wayne Gretzky Drive and uh, the old Northlands Coliseum, I think that that has strong potential as being the, the first stop. And as we said, Brad and I don't know the answer to this. So we don't. It's... it's uh and, and as, again, like the treasure was was found already. But it's interesting uh, to see what people yeah. think, right? Because there's many people texting in and people are going in different directions. And this is exactly, of course, what folks with Gold Hunt would want. They don't want to make it so obvious that the 7,500 or 8,000 people that bought a map are all driving or walking down Wayne Gretzky Drive, if that, if that was in fact the location. Right. Selena says, maybe King's College. Can't believe that family found it so quick. A plus for family slash team effort. That that has got to be one of the best family bonding experiences of all time. And another listener echoing those same sentiments. Beth says, as a family, we went to an escape room. If it wasn't for your kids, my husband and I would still be in that room. I would never find the treasure.